Welcome to Bible Platform, a half-hour radio broadcast ministry with Reverend Hansen Metal, the General Overseer of Christian Worship Center. Stay tuned and you will be blessed. Glory be to the Lamb of God, who was and is and evermore shall be. He who died that we might have life and have it in abundance. Beloved, God loves you, God cares for you, and God has sent me your way this day to bless you with his word. You are welcome to Bible Platform. I'm Pastor Hansen Bethel. My message for you today, God is saying to you, you are an overcomer. I came to tell somebody who loves my Jesus that God has made you an overcomer. It cannot be changed. It cannot be negotiated. Whatever you are going through, whatever you have gone through, whatever you will go through, if you will receive this word into your spirit, you will come out stronger, you will come out better, you will come out bolder, you will come out more or, or well informed than before you went through it. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 13b, Apostle John wrote, I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I want to say to our young people, we are all witnesses to the difficulties that confront you in the area of your vocation or academic life. Many of you are coming from backgrounds that are difficult. It's as if you see the promised land too far away for you to believe that you can ever get there. But I want to tell you this. God has confidence in you. And so you don't have to throw away your confidence. Your decision to give your life to Christ in a time like this already makes you an overcomer of the evil one. Because you see, there are many young people like you out there who may be struggling with issues like, excuse me to say, drug abuse. Some of them may be struggling with issues like prostitution. Some of them will be struggling with armed robbery. I personally don't like generalization of issues. So we look at all of these people and we write them off. But sometimes it's possible that some of them have been driven into these vices because of false foundations. Nobody was available to speak into their lives to encourage them. That what they see as defeat is only a challenge to make them better and that the options that they have chosen are not parts of godliness that will bring them to that expected end. So as I'm saying to you right now, some of your colleagues have become addicts. And though they sincerely, some of them would sincerely want to come out, the evil one will not let them go. So when you look at it from this angle, you realize that if you are a young person, for instance, and by the grace of God, you are not a victim of some of these things, you have something to thank God for. And I suggest to you that you will be doing yourself a lot of good to identify yourself as an overcomer. Psalm 71, verse 17. O God, thou hast taught me from my youth, and hitherto have I declared your wondrous works. 
you have taught me even with us the elderly persons or people who are in the faith we have too many things to thank god for because where god caught us from in our youth where god caught us from in our childhood where god us, even in our elderly age it is by grace that we have escaped the ravages of the evil one count yourself an overcomer life is not a matter of just food and drink and dress and shoe these are the real issues to be able to live outside the grips of the evil one. That is what makes you an overcomer. You don't become an overcomer because you need a job and you had a job, you need a married partner, you had a job. All that is good. But what is the essence of all that? If you get all that, and like the scripture says, you lose your own soul, you are an overcomer because the devil can mess with your soul. You are right under the cover of the blood of the Lamb of God. Praise the name of the Lord. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1. Listen to this one, young people. Ecclesiastes 12 1. Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw near, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. I have no pleasure. There is going to come a time when you will say, I have no pleasure in them. For us elderly people, we easily can identify with this scripture. The things that we have gathered over the years, the things that when we were young were such powerful attractions. Many of them no more count in our daily reckonings. Many of those things no more are attractions. Why? Because all things change. All people change. Only one thing and one person remains constant. Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. The same yesterday, today and forever. If he says you are an overcomer, that's who you are. Now there are two key things or truths that are revealed in 1 John chapter 2 verse 13b, which I read from the beginning. The apostle said, I write to you young men because you have overcome the evil one. And I said there are two key things revealed here. He said, I write to you young men because you have overcome the evil one. I want you to note the first truth here. That there is an evil one out there. That evil one is a spirit being. He is evil. He is bad. He is ruthless. He is determined to make you fail. Don't blame God for failures. Thank God that because you are his child, he can take the failure and turn it around. Yes. He that is down needs fear no fall. He that is down. The one who is dying on the floor doesn't need to fear that he's going to fall. He's already on the floor. So... There are some young people listening to me. You may have failed. I don't care how many times. You are not making history. There are people, great people, Churchill and others. You read their history. They failed in so many things. At the end of the day, they came up. Abraham Lincoln failed in so many things. The first few years of his life were not anything to write home about. But he ended well. Some may be scoring all the A's. But that's no guarantee that they will end well as much as I wish everybody will end well. My emphasis is on encouraging those who are down to know that being down is not being out. The point is, you know you are an overcomer. You know because God's word says it. And now you are being alerted by the same way that there is a spirit being. You can see him with your natural eye who is against you. He is the one that you should aim at overcoming. And he is the one that God is saying you are fighting. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 11. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 11. 
lest Satan should take advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his devices. That is the evil one John was talking about. He's a schemer. He, I mean, he was here before we came. He knows all the nooks and the corners. He knows what attracts us. He knows what detracts us. He went into the garden of Eden and he made men's meat of our great, 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 great father and grandmother, Adam and Eve. So, in fighting him, we don't fight him in our own strength. It is God who gives us the enablement, the power to fight him and win. Praise God. So, don't be ignorant of this fact that there is an evil one out there. The Bible calls him a thief, a destroyer, and a killer. Jesus said, I came that you might have life. I'm not a bad guy. I'm a good guy. The Bible says everywhere he went, he was doing good. So in that context, we know the difference between Christ and the difference between the evil one. The identity of our Christ and the identity of the evil one. He is, as his name suggests, evil. Absolutely evil. The second truth that is revealed here is that God has given you power to overcome the evil one. In other words, we have been empowered to overpower him. Whatever temptation the evil one brings, God is available by his spirit to give you the power and the grace to overcome him. Luke 10, 19. Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Not some of it. Let me read again. Behold, I give you power to tread in other words, trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. The power of the enemy, I give you power to trample upon it, over all of it. And nothing by any means can hurt you. Nothing by any means can hurt you. So beginning from the beginning, you are an overcomer. You say, oh, but I failed my exam. You are an overcomer. Oh, but I lost my money. You are an overcomer. Oh, but people don't like me. You are an overcomer. There is only one power behind all these negatives. Whether they be people or situations, circumstances. The evil one. And he's not your friend, he's your enemy. But no matter what he does, you are an overcomer. Because God has said it. And you must accept it. You must receive it. You must walk in it. You must not be deterred. You must not be disturbed. You must not be uh, taken out by the lies of the evil one. You are listening to The Bible Platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. Don't go away. We will be right back. to the Bible Platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. This and every Tuesday from 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. on Sunny 88.7 FM and your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Welcome back. The message continues. Now let me give you some things that can help you maintain that overcomer position against the evil one. The first is purity. Purity. Walking in the spirit, 
walking in purity. Galatians 5.16 This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the last of the flesh. So, the place you walk makes a difference. He is speaking about the kind of life you choose to live. That cannot be imposed on you. You have the choice because God created you in his image. And one of the things that manifests that image is that you have the power of choice. You have the power of choice. So the first important thing is that you need to live in purity if you are going to really be the overcomer that God has made you. Second Timothy chapter 2.22 Flee youthful lust. I don't know why today I'm, I'm just pondering towards young people. It's your season. It's your time. So young people, 2 Timothy 2.22, flee youthful lust. There is some lust being described here as youthful lust because they attract young people. Sometimes you see your peers. You know for real that the car this friend is riding couldn't have been something that he bought from genuine resources. But you still want to take that route. You, st you still want to have it. You can't have it. You must live a life of purity. And if you're going to live the life of purity, then you must be determined to do some running. Because here the scripture says, flee youthful lusts. Flee means run away. Run away. Don't stand there. Lace your boots and run. Flee youthful lust. But follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the name of the Lord. So your company is very important. You can't associate with just anybody. You are a very special person. You are somebody washed in the blood. You are a child of God. And so you must choose your company carefully. It says you don't only flee, but you must follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the of the Lord out of a pure heart. Prayerful company, a company of saints who pray, who seek God. Those are the people that you have to associate with to help you to maintain a holy work, which will make you consistently an overcomer. You don't become like a Samson who is anointed to go and deliver God's people. At the end of the day, he became a victim because he was not in the in the right company. He fell. You must go with people who are going after God. The second important thing you need to do to help you maintain and overcome a position against this evil one John is talking about is to be prayerful. Luke twenty-two forty, Jesus said, pray that you may not enter into temptation. Because once you enter into it, coming out, it's not that easy. There are people who are indulging so many vices, drugs, and name them. Some of them genuinely want to come out of it. They are unable because they have developed a taste for those things. They have become addicted. If it's drugs, they are addicted. If it's sex, they are addicted. Because they, they, the devil has gained a space and he's not going to give it up easily. That's why you have to be prayerful so that your spirit will be quick and alert and will not take any suggestion from the evil one and entrap you and become a victim like Judas. He was stealing from the money bag. That's what the Bible tells us. Jesus was not complaining. He was obsessed with money. At the end of the day, money led him to kill himself. Don't kill yourself. Even if you have messed up with money, there is always a way of escape. Confess and God will come through for you. Now the third thing that can help you to maintain and overcome a position against the evil one is 
faith in God and confidence in yourself. Now, your faith is not in you. Your faith must be directed towards God. And once your faith is directed towards God, this is intertwined. Then you must have confidence in yourself. I believe what I believe and I believe the way I believe because I have faith in God. I believe like Paul, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens through Christ. I can do all things. I don't stop there and say I can do all things. I can do all things, confidence, through Christ who, that is faith. That is the direction of my faith. Through Christ who strengthens me. And Paul was talking about living in plenty and living in need. And he tells us that the day he has a lot of money or things are going well for him, praise God, he can, he can enjoy and when time comes that he barely has his needs met, he still can survive because he is strengthened by Christ. And this is where most of us miss it. You know, when we quote, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We think the scripture is talking about just doing anything and everything. We can't do anything and everything. It's talking about real life issues. Real life issues. So pray and pray and you become an overcomer. Number three. I said you faith in God and confidence in yourself. Because David and Goliath, David boasted about how God had delivered him in the past and God is going to deliver him again and he's going to finish Goliath. He wasn't boasting in his own trend. His faith in God gave him confidence against Goliath. And that's what I'm driving at, that you must have faith in God and then your confidence must be in yourself because you believe what God has said and you know what God can do and you know what God will do. Praise and glory be to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. The fourth is the word. Study and meditate on the word of God. Don't play with the word. Pray with the word. Anytime you go into prayer, make sure you have the word of God handy. Stand on the word of God. Declare. For instance, God says, you are an overcomer. Declare that God, according to your holy word, this is who I am. And as you declare the word, God will honor his word to the glory of his name. Let me read something quickly from Psalm 119. Psalm number 119, verse 133. 133. Direct my footsteps according to your word. Let no sin rule over me. Direct my footsteps according to to your way let no sin rule over me why because when sin rules over you satan takes control of your destiny the wages of sin is always the same so let the word of god dwell in you richly and pursue obedience number five the holy spirit i'm sharing some of the things that can help you maintain and overcome position against the evil one the holy spirit and i love this scripture zachariah 4 6 this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Beloved, you are an overcomer, but your ability to overcome is based on empowerment from the Holy Spirit. So when I pray in the morning every day, I say, the Holy Spirit, thank you for taking me through another day, another night. But I need you today more than yesterday. More of you, Holy Spirit. And I believe I've come this far because I consistently and constantly rely on the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Now number six, becoming an overcomer or maintaining an overcomer position. Number six, you need godly relationships. First Corinthians 15, 33. 
1 Corinthians 15:33. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. So if you want to continue to be an overcomer, please be not deceived. If you keep company with evil people, people who are not faithful, people who are not loyal, people who have no fear of God, like attracts like, and like will become so you become like them. And once your moral standing is undermined, your spiritual authority will win. It will win. It will go away. And the enemy will gain advantage of you. The seventh principle, maintaining and overcoming or overcomer position against the evil one is humility. James 4, James 4, 6 and 10. says, humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. Resist the devil and he will flee. First, you have to humble yourself before the Lord. The Lord lifts you up above the devil. Now that you have humbled yourself and you are lifted up, you go into resisting the evil one. He will flee. There's no other way. You can't just stand up in your own strength or maybe you are living in disobedience to the word of God and say you are fighting Satan. You can't win. You can't win. Forget it. Forget it. The eighth principle is godly wisdom. Godly wisdom. Proverbs 16, 16. It is better to get wisdom than gold. Why? Because you can get all the gold in the world. A wise man can take it out of your hands. You must be wise enough to maneuver your way through the traps, tricks, and all the kind of stuff that the enemy, this enemy, will try to bring your way. He never gives up. He never goes on leave or retirement. He is on our case 24-7. But with Christ, we are overcomers. For greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. The principle number nine is moderation. You ought to have, you ought to have self-control in everything that you do. In your relationships, in the way you dress, in your finances. Yes, in the way you dress. Yes. You cannot walk half naked. Ladies, you cannot walk half naked and fight the devil and win. Mm -hmm. You advertise yourself in an evil way. You get an evil response. I don't pray for that. I'm pleading against that. So moderation. Be careful about your relationships. Know the space each person should occupy. Don't just open the door while talking about your, your spouse, your children, your finances to anybody who cares to listen. No. The enemy will take advantage of that and create problems where there should be no problems. Principle number 10. Integrity. Proverbs 23, 23. By the truth. And sell it now. I can't suggest anything better. As long as you abide in the truth, you disarm the enemy. Whichever way he comes, you stand in the truth, which is the light, and which gives life. You are a winner. This might take for today. May the good Lord bless you and yours. Your friend Pastor Ansimbeto saying, Have a wonderful day and week. God will come your way again next week with another edition of Bible Platform. I love serving Jesus, and I love you too. Bye. Oh, Thank you for listening to Bible Platform. Tune in same time next week. God bless you. Your